Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community, and let's talk PBL. Hey, Impact Makers. Over the past few months, I've had the pleasure of supporting teachers with implementing project-based learning in a virtual or hybrid learning environment. And in episode 11, I shared why I think project-based learning is great for distance learning. And since that episode, I've coached more teachers who are implementing project-based learning in a hybrid learning environment. And teachers were used to facilitating project-based learning during in-person instruction. So switching to a hybrid learning environment was new. And then some teachers are completely new to project-based learning and still trying to get acclimated to teaching in a virtual environment. Therefore, they were learning how to facilitate project-based learning while learning to teach in a hybrid learning environment. And I often say that when you try new things, it often feels hard initially, but as you learn and reflect and adjust, it becomes easier. So yes, the teachers that I am coaching and supporting with project-based learning in a blended learning environment are experiencing new challenges with implementing project-based learning. So the question becomes, is it still worth it? Is it worth trying to implement project-based learning in a distance or remote learning environment or even in a hybrid learning environment? Let's set aside whether it's harder to facilitate project-based learning through distance learning, through blended learning, through face-to-face instruction, but let's focus on the benefits first. So I was looking at the updated Job Outlook 2020 National Association of Colleges and Employers survey results. And this survey is given to hiring professionals and it basically asks the question, what attributes do you seek when hiring candidates. And this survey is given to employers from diverse sectors and the data is broken down by the percent of respondents who selected a particular attribute. And I wanted to share the top 10 attributes majority of the respondents chose. So they were problem solving skills, the ability to work in a team, strong work ethic, analytical quantitative skills, communication skills, both written and verbal, leadership skills, being able to take initiative, being detail oriented, technical skills, being flexible and adaptable, interpersonal skills in terms of relating well to others. Now, what do you notice about these attributes? How do people typically develop these skills? Can teachers teach these skills in one lesson or are these skills that are developed over time? Do you think employers offer a training program to help employees develop these skills? I would take a guess and say for most of these skills, no. Hence why they are seeking someone with these skills already. But they probably provide training for specific job-related skill sets. So one of the things that makes me think about is when I was coming out of college and I was accepted into a management training program. And the goal of the training program was that within a year, I would be able to run my own location. So during the training program, I got hands-on experience on how to run the location, the computer systems, procedures, logistics, but at no point did they teach me how to be a leader. They didn't teach me how to relate to people. They didn't teach me how to handle employee conflicts. Everything was pretty much by the book on terms of how you run this location. And I guess they assumed that I learned those skills in college. You may have read or heard of this quote before, and I want you to think about, do you agree with it? We are currently preparing students for jobs that don't yet exist 
using technologies that haven't been invented in order to solve problems we don't know are problems yet. So let's think about the pandemic and what jobs developed or were revamped to support our changing world. So I think back to college again and my undergrad, my degree was business marketing. And when I graduated, social media hadn't really emerged. Yeah, during that time you had chat rooms, you had college message forums and stuff like that, but you didn't actually have what we have now in terms of Facebook and Instagram and all these new social media platforms. And during that time, I had big dreams of being an advertising executive, making commercials or possibly working for a popular magazine with a corner office overlooking the city, obviously, but I digress. During that time, social media marketing wasn't a thing yet. Now you can get a degree concentration in social media marketing and a full-time job in that role. Will there be some jobs that will always be around in some form? Sure, but there will be a ton of jobs that will appear that we can't even imagine yet. So going back to the quote earlier and the survey results of employers, how do we prepare students for jobs and the ability to use technologies that don't exist yet? And I believe that we do this by teaching a particular set of skills, which are some of the skills that was just mentioned in the survey results problem solving skills, critical thinking skills, being persistent, showing grit, being detail oriented, being flexible, all of those skills that the employers stated in the survey, which students can begin to utilize these skills during project-based learning. So we are preparing students to compete in an ever-changing global economy. While it's important to learn math, science, reading, history, etc., that alone will not prepare students for the real world if they are not using that content in an authentic way and being able to apply it in a real-world situation. Oftentimes, educators focus on preparing students for mandated tests. And while I don't believe that a test alone measures intelligence or predicts someone's success, the truth is that a test can be an entry or barrier for students to access certain opportunities opportunities. So whether you are for or against testing, the truth is that students will be judged at some point in their life by a test. Even if someone decides not to attend higher education, they will still experience some type of ongoing testing during job training, whether they're updating certifications or being assessed after learning new skills. But we should prepare students for the long term beyond a K-12 testing environment. So how do we make learning still meaningful beyond a K-12 testing environment? So regardless of students are learning in a virtual learning environment, in a remote learning environment, face-to-face instruction, a blended learning environment, there are some skills that they still need to learn. They're still utilizing 21st century skills. We still want them to build their communication skills, their collaboration skills, their critical thinking skills, their creativity skills. We still want them to have the ability to be able to collaborate with peers and practice resolving conflict. We want our students to gain project management skills. We want our students to be academic risk takers. We want to develop a culture of curiosity. We want to improve students' attitudes towards learning. We also want to build their academic confidence. And we want them to have long-term retention of the academic objectives, regardless of the learning environment that they're currently in. And then, of course, we want them to exhibit a growth mindset. We are also living through a time where differentiated learning is essential. And students need opportunities to engage in varied learning activities that address multiple intelligence and interests. Technically, as educators, we should think about this all of the time, not just now, but I was talking to some educators last week and one teacher mentioned that she was having a difficult time getting her students to complete assignments online. But when she gave paper-based students were completing them and she wondered if students were tired of looking at the screen for hours each day 
or if the tasks online just seemed repetitive to them. But either way, she learned that students wanted to engage in various modes of learning. So while project-based learning may take some adjustments to fit in a remote or hybrid learning environment, it's doable and worth it. Also, check out episode 14 to learn more about the shifts that you should consider when facilitating PBL in a remote or hybrid learning environment. The point of this episode is to reiterate that project-based learning still matters. It's still a valuable instructional strategy for students, whether students are learning in a virtual, hybrid, or face-to-face environment. The goal is still the same, to prepare students for their future careers and become productive members of society. So does PBL still matters? Yes. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you find this podcast insightful, please leave a review and subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes.